think about how can we make reviews more fun, how can we make them more reliable, and how can we kind of tackle that kind of fake review problem. of the lovely coffee and we are back yeah that's it man bora coffee i feel rambling. like we, i feel like we do this every time but we said we'd be back in september it's october i feel like i'm not taking this one all on our own now we, the things have happened out of our control that means that we've had to delay a little bit yeah i mean yeah also the amount of work that goes into this man i mean i'm not like we love it it's not a chore we absolutely adore making this for years yeah and we're so glad you listen but it is a lot of work Things, life's been hectic, man. Yeah, we've <laughs> breaks, man. We've got full-time jobs, wives, kids. You all know this. We, like, we want to eat. <laughs> we want to eat out a lot. <laughs> we want to yeah. go to parties. <laughs> There's a lot to do. The we diary's got, filling up. We've got stuff to do, man. So, uh, how you been? Oh, amateurish of me. Welcome to Breaking Bread. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Obviously, you knew it was Breaking Bread with voice. You wouldn't have clicked on that. <laughs> well, we you know what? We've had to come back for a little mini-series before Christmas, just because the amount of people messaging us saying, where's your podcast? Yeah, we haven't had an episode in ages. Can Which is nice. Get on with it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. So how are you keeping? Good, man, good. Saying this like we weren't out all last night with each other. I know, yeah. That's <laughs> a good night, man. Burning Barn Rum. Burning Barn Fox Rum. Fox and Chance. That was great. Yeah, love Burning Barn Rum. Yeah, their, yeah, their rums are incredible. We've been from day one. They started about the same time we started the podcast, which is nice. We've kind of grew together. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that, yeah. yeah. There'll be more of Burning Barn Rum in the future. Yeah, 100%. Where have you been eating, man? Oh, we've done some cool shit, haven't we, over the last, yeah. what, since August? So we'll keep it light, but Wingfest was the one for me. That was the, one of the highlights of the summer. Mate, last year, I seen Wingfest, and I thought, I, I ain't that... Overly keen on wings. I know we've had this discussion yeah, so many times. Everyone knows this. Anyone that's listened to the podcast from the beginning till now, yeah, will see the progression Liam's gone through. However, <laughs> it looked like great fun, and I did get massive FOMO, and I missed out massively because it last year looked awesome. Loads of our friends went with you, and it just looked wicked. So I was like, I don't care. I'm not fussed about wings. Next year I'm going. And then as it went, went to Herbertshire, tried Gert's wings, biggest frigging wings I've ever seen in my life. I got massively into them, and now I was like, right, I can't wait for Wingfest. Mate, it didn't disappoint. So much fun. It was as much fun as it was last year, and it was a lot of fun last year. Like, I think I tried more wings this year. The booze offerings were better. Like, it was an improved festival. And obviously, they've got it at the Bond, which, since they've done that up, I mean, what a job they've done there. That's stunning, that place. It was a great venue for it as well. It's like anything that happens now, like that sort of, of that ilk, is going to be there now. Yeah. And good, because it's great venue. That's the place, to be honest. Yeah, it's really good. And I signed up to do the Lava Wing Challenge, which Mate, brought you no end of oh joy. Oh my God. Even now, <laughs> when I have days where I'm in my van, I think, I'm going to have a little chuckle to myself. I'm going to go and watch Carl do the Lava Wings. <laughs> if you have not seen that video, go to our Insta, yeah. go to Reels and find the Hot Wing Challenge videos. You will see Carl absolutely sweaty. I mean, fair play to you, mate. I was in the front row filming and I could smell... It was yeah. burning my nostrils. It was that bad. When they put them in front of you, I was like, oh, God. Like, I'm sure my nose hairs are burning. Like, It smelled horrendous. I mean, the heat would be one thing, but it just smelled like it would taste disgusting, rancid. And I love hot sauce and I love wings, but yeah, I wouldn't describe the flavour as nice at all. It was like someone had like covered them in a 
ridiculously hot battery acid or something like that. <laughs> like, I love hot. I mean, I love really hot. I was well up for it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking smash this. Did it surprise you? Yeah. I felt like it had because you were so like, yeah, be, how hot can it be? I was like, yeah, because I've had the hottest hot sauces in the well, in the world. We went to that chili festival and I tried the hottest one and that was ridiculous. Like, I don't think I could have eaten much with that. And that was it. a pipette for them. Not yeah, that was like a little thing. And this was just wings covered in a ridiculous, because they make them hotter every year as well to up the game. They have medics on site. Every year someone has to go to hospital. It was when the organiser of the whole festival came up to me and he said, uh, you, have you seen the video of London? And I was like... I've seen the video of someone getting carried out by paramedics. I've seen that video. He's like, have you told Carl? I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I should show him. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna I, leave know, I tried pulling some strings. I was like, come on, dude. Cause we know that I was like, I want to get on stage. I want to do this. He's like, I like you, Carl. So I'm going to tell you that this isn't a good idea. This ruins <laughs> most people's nights. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. And I was just thinking, yeah, go for it. How hot can it be? And it was like obscene. Fair play. What'd you get? Three wings. Three wings in, yeah, out of six. So I did more oh, than man. most people did. That's so yeah. The first wing most people left in there, they were like, fuck this. It was weird because you, you have to sit and wait for a minute or two after you vet it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you at yours and you looked like you were struggling. I was like, oh man, he looks done. He looks done. I look like and that anyway. Everyone looked fine. But then a minute later, you looked fine and everyone else looked like they were about to like <laughs> kill over. And loads of them just started getting up and were like, nah, forget this. What are you doing? So yeah, I was like, man. Carl, you got nothing to prove now. You've done one, but you carried on. But I did. The, I carried on to the third one. And it the was, two finalists. I mean, oh my. It was gosh. like it was nothing to them. Like it was just a normal wing. Yeah, like it was normal wing from Bonehead or something. I couldn't believe it. No, I, could, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with them people. Yeah, something's never wrong. Right. But it was great fun. The food. I like that you could just go and buy one wing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you, you could, could try, try everything. Them. That's the thing. You get a lot of these festivals. I'm not naming any specific ones. You can't really try that much, no. but with a wing festival, you really do get to, if you wanted to try every vendor and every wing, it's doable. I had 20 wings. I'm sure I tried nearly all of them. There's two at each venue and there was 20, there was 10 people there, weren't mm. there? 10 different wing companies or maybe more. I love that. £1.25 a wing. Yeah. Bargain. Like, yeah. Set prices as well, so they can't like charge like a fiver for a wing. Yeah. And you don't queue for long. It's... You're up there, grabbed them, done. We had some cracking wings as well. What about your Jamesons? Oh, the black, um, Jameson Black store. Like, oh man. That was, you know, I wish I... Frozen Irish coffee, wasn't it? Like milkshake. Yeah, yeah, like a frozen milkshake Irish coffee. I wish I'd known about that after the wing, lava wing. Mm. Because that would have saved me completely. Instead, I just went and put my head under a tap. I'd look like I'd had a heart attack. (laughs) Someone actually came up to me that we know, one of our foodie friends. She was like, oh my God, are you all right? I was like, I've done the lava wing change. went, Because oh. <laughs> I genuinely did look like I was having a heart attack. Yeah, I absolutely loved that. I mean, yeah, it was good crack, That's man. definitely something I'm well up for every year, that is. Yeah, I am. And our friends love it as well. What else have we done? Oh, one of the collabs of the year so far, I think. Dan oh, Lee yeah. and 670 Grams with Cray. What a night that was. That was fantastic, that was. I mean... Two of the <laughs> most exciting Lee. chefs in Birmingham, 100%. yeah. 670 now it's been done up, man. Looks yeah, it's wicked. beautiful. Cray's done a great job Twice there. Twice the size. Just feels feels more established, like a proper restaurant now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Do miss the old bar. Some cracking dishes. I just, it's that broth. Dan Lee's broth. He does it everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah, the Heinie's chicken. Oh, my God. I tried making it and I couldn't get it anywhere near no. as good as he. I mean, obviously, he's a fucking MasterChef winner, professionals, but 
I didn't, it wasn't even close. I mean, like, it was good when I made it, but it was nowhere near the level of flavour he gets into it. It is ridiculous the amount of flavour he gets into that. And what he's doing at um, Huckley Social at the moment, like his own thing there now. It's in, I went there and tried it. And we're talking about wings. I might have had some of the best wings I've ever had off him. And I sort of was talking to him about how he does it. And then wings are like two or three days in the making. There's so much effort put into them, it's obscene. But you can really taste the difference. I'm really pleased for him. Just a really great dude, man. It's and great he's, to see Grace busy well. as well, man. Yeah, great to see like, six not through. Like, it looks like it's always looked like that. You can't tell it's like had any work done. It's no. going from just really small to like really big now. And it just looks like that's how it always looked. Mm. Same style, just beautiful inside, beautiful food. You can see the, all the kitchen. He's got great staff working for him. Some nice little touches in there as well. Like, you know, it feels like it's gone up in service-wise as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little um, stall for the handbags. For them. That was I know, yeah, handbag nice stall. Touch. I thought that person must have brought that with them. I was like, Craig, what's the crack with that? <laughs> Little store, it's like, oh, let's put your handbag on. I was like, it's a nice touch there. Someone, <laughs> it is, but I people was spend like, thousands on a handbag and then have to stick it on the floor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice touch. It's you know what? Like I've though. never seen it anywhere else. It must be something he's bought with him from somewhere else, like high end. Yeah, I've just never seen it. Yeah, I thought it was no, incredible. Really Great idea. Yeah. Uh, where else have we been? Blowwater, that was one. We've been talking about going to Blowwater for absolutely ages. Blowwater with the legs. So we've done their pop ups and stuff like this and street food style. I haven't got down to their actual restaurant yet. And we went before a Margarita Witch Court gig, didn't we? Yeah, great night that was. Jim awesome. Weston. Yeah, with Jim Weston, food blogger. Check him out on Instagram. It's awesome. Or Twitter. <laughs> or Twitter on everything. <laughs> or X, yeah. whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, it's X now, isn't it? But yeah, oh, yeah. we just ordered everything. We were like, uh, would it be weird if we ordered just everything? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the menu's not like, it's not got like 100 no, it's items. Massive, it's like but... seven items or something like that. We're like, we'll just have everything. Three of us will eat it all. Yeah, I love the pancake. Pancake was banging. Yeah. The dumplings, uh, weirdly, I love the vegan dumplings with the mushroom. Yeah, they were that great. was fantastic. That was. It's just a nice place. Like it feels really authentic inside cool. as well. It's like yeah. really cool in there. Just like it does feel like somewhere you'd find in Asia mm. in a little back street. Yeah, it was my vibe. That was. Oh, and then the French toast. I mean, I'm a, I'm obsessed with French toast. Oh man. yeah, forgot about that. I love it. So when we were like. I mean, there was mooncakes on the menu. We were like, yeah, get some of them. And then she said, oh, uh, we, we actually doing um, Hong Kong French toast as well. And I was like... Well, I knew they did it. I thought sorry. they were doing it like breakfast. And I was like, all right. But then they said, no, we can do it. And I was like, right. Sign me up. So peanut butter, French toast with... Just melted but milk, covered in melted butter. butter. Yeah, yeah, loads of it. Oh, it was, it, was, it was the best thing I've ever had. Like, best French toast I've ever had. I think had. it's the richest thing I've ever put in my mouth. It was so good, though. Like, I, if I was really hungover, like, I don't think that would just bring... I think if I was dead, that would bring me back to life, and I don't hungover. Yeah. Like, I mean, French toast, quite soggy, usually, whenever I've had it. And I don't mind that. I quite like it. This was, like, really crunchy, wasn't it? It was delicious. Yeah, it was incredible. Amazing. Great place. Should definitely definitely go back there. So, obviously, you're here mainly because you like listening to the guests. But, obviously, I'm, I'm thinking... We get a lot of people say they like hearing us talk about... The places where we're going, like we've just been chatting about where we're eating in Birmingham, and you obviously like a bit of that. There's a, a new alternative to TripAdvisor that is Birmingham-based. It's an app called Reviewy, and that's what today's episode is all about. Sat down with its creator, John. Just talked all about it, really. Talked about um, his mission, really, about why he's doing it, why he's taking on the mighty but awful TripAdvisor. Yeah, it's got its ups and downs, isn't it? Yeah. It's just trying to verify reviews in a better way. Yeah. It's- 
I think he's nailed it, to be honest. Yeah, it's good. Basically, it tracks whether you've actually been to the restaurant or not. There's too many people sitting at home writing these reviews from the comfort of their home who've never been to the place, just slagging it off for no reason. You know, I'd say just download it and give it a go, see what you think. Yeah, yeah I no, think it's like, brilliant. It doesn't cost you anything. Just download it. If you like doing reviews, and lots of people do. There's a real fun aspect to it as well with yeah. the badges. Like oh, we've yeah. got our we've own badge on there now. Yeah, yeah, you can get and you hit the restaurants we've selected. We've stuck five places on there. You st- you find them places, go to them, you get your breaking bread badge. Not a physical badge, but just on the app. But we're going to work on getting maybe a physical one in the future. Yeah, it's exciting. There's the uh, Bridge Boy uh, badge. You hear more of this on the episode. We talk, go into that one. And um, Bearwood Bites badge. It's, it's just a cool concept, fun. And yeah, something I've really enjoyed using actually because. There's only a few characters. You have to put photos, as you'll find out as you listen to this whole episode with John. Hope everyone enjoys this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. This is John reviewing. John, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. How you been keeping? I'm really good, thanks. Really good. I think we'll start. Maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Why you chose to make review it yeah sure so um so yeah i mean i've been doing various things over the years and uh but most recently in e-commerce and tv shopping and those sort of, um which is a really kind of visual medium you know everything's photo or, or, or video and yeah you know, over time realized that re- reviews weren't like that you know you look at some of the review sites and they are very few photos and quite often really wordy um you know long essays about stuff and, you know, as I looked into it more and more, you, you kind of find out the problems as well where, you know, venues are getting frustrated because, you know, there are fake reviews and, uh, uh, you know, and, and it can just drive down their, their average rating and their stars. Um, so all these things were kind of going around together. So that thinking about how can we make reviews more fun? How can we make them, uh, you know, more reliable? And how can we kind of tackle that, that, that kind of fake review problem? Basically, out of that came the idea to, to, to do the app, really. Why would you want to do that? Like, what was your kind of, why did you care about the businesses? Like, there must have been something that made you think, oh, I don't like how, say, you see TripAdvisor's sometimes a bin fire, right? There's loads of fake reviews. And you, you can see where a family or a group of people have, like wrongly targeted a restaurant and just wrote a, a whole ton of reviews and got all their mates and all their family to write a ton of fake reviews. There must have been something that made you care about the restaurants to do that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, I say kind of twofold. It's kind of your own, my own frustration, you know, looking at review sites um, and seeing that they weren't that visual, seeing that they were, you know, too wordy. And it's quite funny sometimes to read them, like you say, like you look through and you think, oh, yeah. and almost sometimes that you, you read them and you, it makes you think, well, oh, okay, if they've seen all these things, it's actually probably not that. It's the opposite of that, and that's kind of the place I might want to go to. Um, so it kind of came from that side first. But as as the more I looked into it and the more I read like some of the news articles and some of the tweets about fake reviews and, and the amount of them, I think it might have been the Times. I can't remember. It's either which one. The Times. Yeah. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of copy each other sort of, sort of thing. Kind of the, the two kind of pushed it. You know, the articles about apparently up to a third of, of uh, TripAdvisor reviews could be fake. Obviously, I didn't say that. That was uh, somebody else. So hopefully, TripAdvisor won't sue me. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, the more you look into it, and then uh, we were at Baked in Brick one day doing some. Uh, we we went there to do some uh, launch shots of the app and those sort of things, um, and chatting there. You know, they had a, they had something where like an influencer phoned up and, and wanted to book for free to bring their friends, and when they said no, they left them a left them a one star review. 
Mm. Um, and it's things like that. The, the more the more I looked into it as we were going along, the more excited I got about what we could do for venues and, and solve some of these problems for them. That is something we do see, though, isn't it? People yeah. phoning up restaurants, not even just influencers, famous people. Well, mm. I say famous, semi-famous people. Just phone up saying, I'll come in and I'll put you on my Instagram and just give me everything for free. And you're yeah. like, no, that's not. Yeah, the, not the, quite the, how it works. The venue's got to make money at the end of the day. And, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so, so in that sort of scenario, that this is this is one of the ideas of the app is that you, know, you can't do that. You can actually leave that review. So we made a decision early on: do we hide those reviews or do we leave them in there? Um, and, and what we decided to do was put them in, but make really, really clear, you know, which ones were reliable and which ones weren't. Photo does some of that because you, you can't really put a photo of a venue you haven't been to. But then we hit on this idea of, of what we call the real score. So the real score is where we give a rating of reliability to each review. So you've got the star rating that they gave the venue and you've got our reliability rating. And we put the two together in like one emblem so you can see it really easily. So you've got the star rating and behind you've got some orange and the orange changes based on how reliable it is basically. So the review is still there. You can see it, but you can straight away see that it's not very orange. So it's not very reliable. And below a certain level of reliability, we, we don't count it into the average rating for the venue. So you know, it's there. Basically, the fake reviews can't harm the venues because you know, it doesn't change their star rating. And although it's there, you kind of see that it's not genuine. It's kind of the story of that venue. You've got here's the, here's the genuine reviews, here's the unreliable ones. And you can you know, get a real picture then, basically, what's going on for that venue. I know you mentioned about photos, but how do you determine like which one's more genuine than another yeah, one? Yeah, is it like someone's just got a picture off Google and put that yeah, on Yeah, so, so, and, and I have seen that, actually. I have seen... Um, reviews with that have got you know, images from from somebody's website but the, the the first kind of brush is um is our algorithm that looks for for, for reliability mm. and the the kind of the core of that is location so you know, have you been to that venue and that takes you know the the, the lion's share of, of the algorithm we can look at things like you know was the picture uploaded from the camera or did it come from the photo library that adds to it as well um we look at recency so you know even if you've been to a venue if it was, say, three or four weeks ago, it's not as reliable a review as if you'd done it yeah, while you were there because over time your memory kind of you know, fades of that, of, that, of that time. So we kind of um, decay the, the reliability if, if it's been a long time. So yeah, that all goes into the algorithm. If you were to use a picture from the website, you, know, you haven't been there, so the algorithm will find out you've not been there and it will give it low reliability. We do actually do a second pass. So if, if reviews are unreliable, we, we go back and we look and we see, look, you know, does it look like a genuine photo? And the, the, that happens most times when people have just installed the app. So they've installed the app. They're really excited to, to use it. And they go, okay, well, I went to that place last week, so I'm going to put a review on there. But because the app wasn't on their phone when they, when they went there, we don't know they've been there. Mm. Um, so that's the, that's the time when we kind of get unreliable reviews that actually are reliable. Uh, and we try and go back and see if we can find reliability in a way and there that's looking at the photos you say like is it a genuine photo you know does it look like they've been there is it a photo that we haven't seen you know on the website all those sort of things so we can kind of go for those ideas when you say we is there a team of people on this or is this all <laughs> it's automated kind, it's, kind of, it's kind of the royal <laughs> we it's me basically <laughs> so yeah um so reviewing full-time is me i use um, some freelancers for um for dev work uh, and for marketing and those sort of things, but yeah, in terms of doing stuff, yeah, at the moment it's me, which is uh, which is fun, uh, basically. But uh, yeah, you going to read some funny reviews as well. <laughs> How long has it been going? So, so we launched uh, originally last April, okay, and um, 
we launched as a, as a kind of test. We did like a launch competition to try and get users in to get some feedback. And one of the one of the decisions that I made really early on, and it turns out that it was the wrong decision, but yeah, you can only find these out by by uh, by trying. But I didn't want any social media sort of functionality in the app. Um, I wanted it to be purely on reviews, and you know, I wanted the reliability rating to be the thing that said you know how valuable that review was. And the feedback that we got over those sort of first six months of of the app being out there was that. People really wanted a lot of these sort of social media features. Yeah, they wanted to be able to like other people's reviews. They wanted to follow people and then get a notification when, you know, that person they follow leaves a review. Um, so we kind of quietened down for a little while, got the dev team back on it and 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 put all that stuff in. Um, so, you know, we put in liking, we put in following and those sort of things. Um, and we when we launched that version a, a few months back, basically, with, with those features in, it was useful to do that test last year. It took me, if I'm honest, it took me quite a long time to, to get off my high horse and and, and and decide to put those features back in <laughs> because, you know, I just, I just thought, well, hold on, I, I think I'm, I made that decision to start with and I, I didn't want to detract from that reliability being the thing. You, know, you can have a review that's got a lot of likes but is less reliable and it took me a long time to try and get my head around you know, how to how to put that into the app and how to make it work and, and whether we really wanted to. Yeah. Um, it almost makes it like a popularity contest then because somebody with the most friends, they've, they've all of a sudden, they've got the best review because all their friends have liked it. Yeah. I think it's still good. I think you've still protected the integrity of the app and what it stands for. Yeah, and what you said there was exactly the the problem I was having. I was thinking, well, hold on. You know, if it's about liking and following, it takes away from that reliability. But in the end, I mean, I'd like to say that we implemented it in a different way, but I mean, it's it's the same as all the other apps. There's a like button, there's a follow button. But as it happens, with the, with the, with the way graphically we've done it, it, it it's still there. Yeah, the, the fundamentally important piece is, is what we call the real score. It's the it's the rating and the reliability, um, and you can see that. And and we've kind of tried to do it so that the liking's more about that information. So somebody likes your review, um, then you can kind of see that um, yeah, see that they liked it, but also on your side is a really easy widget. So it's almost like bookmarks. Mm. So when you like something um, on your profile, you can see all the venues that you've liked and you can go through those reviews almost as a separate tab. So we've got a feature in the pipeline uh, that allows you to to make lists yeah. uh, of, of venues. That we're some way off making that at the moment. So in the interim, while, while we're waiting for that, the likes are quite a quite a handy way yeah. of you building a list of the places that you like as well. So I'm, I'm hoping it's more of a, Oh, I like the look of that venue. Let me try it rather than, oh, I like that and become like a popularity contest. Mm. How have it, because, you know, venues have been quite vocal about review sites in the past and mostly negative. How have the venues, did you go to them? Did you bother asking us, like, how do you feel about this? Or Yeah, I mean, so, so our goal is, is to help venues and, and, to, and to drive to drive people to them. But mm-hmm. we're not really talking to venues yet. Um, simply because we need more users. Uh, the, the, the kind of the phase we're now is to build the user base, get more reviews coming in, uh, and be useful to venues. So yeah, we haven't haven't really had many conversations. Talked about it right in the early days with some venues, and the, and the feedback was was great. You know, they liked the idea of the of the reliability score and and only the reliable uh, reviews counting towards the average star rating. Um, but other than that, we've kind of kept under the radar really with, with, with venues so far. It's always negative, but there's positive aspects to it as well. When somebody puts up a ridiculous review as well, there's nearly like every chef decides that they want to create a review app, don't they? They're all like, we should do this app where, a bit like Uber, you know how 
both people get to rate. So you get to rate your driver, but the driver gets to rate you as well. Yeah. yeah. And it, this is kind of like a good in-between for that kind of yeah. concept. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and again, that's why we've kind of left those um, unreliable reviews in there because it's mm. it's part of the story. You, know, you kind of, you see them there and you think, well, okay, it kind of explains it. Um, we, we're making it so venues can uh, respond as well. So we don't, the, the, the last kind of, social media function that i haven't put in and, and, I, and i don't think we will put in is commenting on a on a review um but we will make it so venues can can comment on reviews so there is that kind of that piece of feedback mm. basically it's always helpful when you're reading a review because i do go not so much off more google reviews a lot of the time now but it's nice to see like if someone does have a bad review and the restaurant do reply or hotel or whatever venue reply and say sorry on this day blah blah yeah it's better that they have re- replied if you know what i mean yeah. sometimes something yeah it depends how they replied and what the <laughs> reply was but if someone just said and this came and it was cold or whatever and they said well we did tell you and blah 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 it's good that you've seen them reply if you're flicking through it's a positive sign that the restaurant have turned around and mm, yeah interacted absolutely. with the customer absolutely. rather than just ignored it and it's kind of like a follow-on to that and another thing with with the app is it's like um i see it as a, a as a micro review um rather than a review mm. So it's a snapshot of that time that you went to the venue. Um, and one of the things that we've put in is that you can, I think with a lot of re- review platforms, you don't really want to review places time and time again because you, you kind of feel like you're messing with the average rating. Um, but with, with reviewer, you, it's only the most recent uh, rate, rating that you gave a venue that go, counts in there. So if I go to the same place every day, it's only with the most recent one of my ratings that counts towards the average. And what that means then as well is, particularly in that scenario, if somebody has a bad experience at a venue um, and the venue contact them or, you know, or, or reply on the review yeah. and they go back, that lower rating or the, you know, the, the bad rating will come out and it will be replaced by the new one. Obviously, the, the opposite is the same as well. You know, if you go somewhere and it's not quite as good you know, the second time, then it will, it will come down. But the idea is that it's, um, you can review every time. It's more like a snapshot. It's so quick and easy. You literally just one or more photos in, do the stars. Do some text if you want. You don't have to do text, but if you do, it's limited to 140 characters, so there's no essays. And then, but you can do it time and time again. Um, it's one of the things that people said to me earlier. I know we don't want to keep on reviewing the same place, but that's what it's for. It's it's actually for that kind of. It's more of a snapshot of your visit rather than like a, mm. a lengthy review of, of a place. And places do change. Management will change. Chefs will change. It does yeah. very massively. Absolutely. Yeah. Just a few weeks difference can often make a big difference yeah. so it's not that if a restaurant just has an off day and then you slate it <laughs> on any other review site that one star review lasts forever mm. yeah. and then you could go back in a month's time and it was and all of a sudden it's got shit together and bang it's good again four star five star but that one star still lives on yeah so it's a bit harsh i like that concept to be yeah honest. so, so with us the, the original review would still be there and you still get to see it but it mm. wouldn't count now for the for the average rating because it'd be replaced by your by your latest one did you do much research into like how people use review sites and stuff? You know, like I looked at it before because I always thought chefs in particular, I'm picking on chefs real bad there, but they do seem to just pick up on the negativity and just, oh, it's, it's all rubbish. And in truth, there's a lot to be found in feedback is a gift and people are most honest online when it's faceless. So if 20 people are saying the experience was good, the restaurant was a little cold, your restaurant's probably a little cold you know <laughs> yeah. take on the feedback yeah. don't get angry about it just yeah. take on the feedback yeah? yeah then i read research and i found out you know 
in fairness, it's only TripAdvisor who released this research, but they said of the people surveyed, very few, like if they saw a one-star review and it was ridiculous, counted that, they would still go there mm. after a bad review. They would just like discount it. And they were even more likely to go there if a chef had responded. That's what I was going to say. So if, right. a chef, if a chef had responded positively, then they would be twice as likely to go back or something. But did you use any of them kind of stats? Or? No, not really. I mean... I've I've been quite gung ho with this, and and again, that's probably what led me into that mistake with the with the mm. with the social media functions because I just I had a really clear image in my mind of how I wanted the the app to 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 look and feel, and I just kind of went with that. I've always been one for just doing stuff rather than, <laughs> rather than researching it, which is probably as I say probably what led to that mistake. But yeah, no, it was really more a case of having used other apps, having used other platforms, just just thinking how from a user-friendly point of view, from a user journey point of view, how would I want that flow to be? How would I want it to work? Um, and that's kind of a point as well. We are, it's only an app. You know, on other platforms, you can leave them online as well. And again, one of the early decisions is we don't do that. You have to leave the review within the app. It, that obviously cuts out some people from doing it, but it means that we know for sure if they've been there because the only way really reliably to know if they've been there is to do it through the app where you've got the geolocation, you've got the ability to, to ping off our Bluetooth beacons and, and those sort of things. So, yeah, you can't you can't really do it uh, online. You can only do it in the app, basically. Somebody has to have their location switched on on their phone, would they? Yeah, yeah. so the, 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 there's choices there. So, so um, there's a trade-off between uh, privacy and um, convenience. Mm. Um, and there's a there's a quite a there's quite an in depth um, article on our website about how to make that choice based on what people want. So y- your options are range from, you know, just give the location um, permission at that point when you use it, so you can have it switched off. Generally, you want to make a review. You're at the venue. You go okay. Put term of location on now. Leave the review. That's the kind of the ultra private kind of uh, quite inconvenient sort of end of the scale. <laughs> um, at the at the other end of the scale, and this is how I've got it set on mine, is um, always allow location. And what that means is that I don't have to do it when I'm at the venue. Uh, I can go out, I can take photos, and then when I get home, I can I can leave the review because the the phone's just been checking location periodically, and it goes okay. Well, we know you've been there. It uploads those location hits when you open the app again and then you leave the review and then in between is uh kind of um, allow while using the app which is mm. very similar to 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 the way i have it but you you would have to either do the review in the venue or at least open the app so it's kind of the middle ground you can say okay just have the location and that's kind of the default if you allow location for an app it's it's allow while using the app so you'd have to then in the venue open the app even if you don't leave the review you can still leave the review when you go home or you can go back into um, your settings on 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 either uh, your Apple or your Android device and say always allow, and then it's just free and easy. Then you just uh, you know just leave the leave the review when you get home. Basically, is it just Birmingham best? So so the app you could you could add a venue um, anywhere in the world and review it. Mm. Um, and obviously, long term, our goal is to is to roll it out you know, further. Um, so if you went if you went away, in fact, quite a few of our users now if they go yeah either elsewhere in the country or abroad, do leave reviews. But our focus at the moment is Birmingham. I, I'm from Birmingham. Uh, the, the team, the freelancers that we work with, we're all Birmingham as well. A, it was easier to do it here. But B, um, you know, if you're going to choose a place to start, what a great place to start, you know, yeah. where we've got an independent food and drink scene that, that's, you know, and, that, and people really care about it here. Mm. Um, so it just seemed to be, to make sense. Let's, let's, let's get it right in Birmingham. Let's make it so it works for Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's then roll that out elsewhere. And does it? Each restaurant has to have a beacon in the restaurant, or is it just 
off location services you can just tell yeah no, absolutely i mean we, we, we've got we've got a few beacons out there in tests in test places but other than that it works with gps mm. gps is okay i mean gps works pretty well it gets a little bit dicey in, in cities. So if you, you've got quite a few tall buildings, it can be a little bit harder then to get GPS exactly right. So that means we have to be a bit more of an approximation on, on, on whether somebody's been there. So in that situation, say, for example, where somebody was really trying hard to leave fake reviews for a venue, they could probably be quite close and leave one. They could kind of come outside and leave one. What the beacon allows you to do is to really fine tune that. We can, we can uh, tweak the power on the beacon. You put it on the wall. You can walk around the venue and say, okay, this is as far as the venue goes. And we change the power to kind of do that. Um, so long term, the, the, the beacons are the gold standard, but the app works just as well you know, without them. What's the rewards that you were talking about before? And, you know, for using, oh, obviously yeah. people can't see the badges now. But yeah, sure. The badges. So, so yeah, basically, so we, we tried to make reviews more fun, more reliable, and we wanted to build a community as well. Mm. So, so the fun kind of comes from the badges and it helps us build community as well. So the badges, basically, most of them are just digital. So you've got like a, a in your, you've got a My Badges widget in, the, in your profile. And as you make reviews, you can earn them. The review's got to be reliable. So, you know, if it's an unreliable review, it doesn't count towards badges. Only one review per venue counts you know, for, each, for, the, for badges as well. So although we're a micro review platform, you can only really count for a badge you know, once yeah. per venue. Um, and we've got loads of different ones. So we started out with just really general ones like Restaurant Rover for restaurants, uh, Pub Pro for pubs, Bar Buff. And then we've done more um, area-based ones. So we've got Kings of the Heaths, 30 Stars. Um, but then we've really tried now to start to get a bit further than that. So my favorite one at the moment is um, is a collaboration that we've done with, uh, with Mark Hippo Skulls. And um, Mark, I'm sure you know him, but if you, you for, for people that don't, Mark loves bridges, absolutely loves bridges. And and uh, so so Mark wanted to do a, a, a badge called the Weird Little Bridge Boy Badge. And I think there's about 15 of his favorite venues that count towards this badge. And uh, if you go to any five of them, you get the Weird Little Bridge Boy Badge. <laughs> uh, and when you do, with this one, there's no physical prize. But when you do, uh, between us and Mark, we, we, we give uh, £25 to the Ronald McDonald House Charity um, when, when you earn that badge. Um, so it's, it's ones like that, that that we kind of find build build a bit of fun, build a bit of community. Uh, we've done one with uh, in Bearwood. You can, you can earn a, a Bearwood Bites badge. If you go to all five of the venues that are in season one of, of, of their podcast, um, you get a little, you get the Bearwood Bites badge in the app, but you always get, you also get like the little Bearwood Bites um, uh, physical badge. Um, we've got All Right Bab. Um, so All Right Bab is uh, one of the first sort of physical badges that we did. Badge, the badges have levels as well. So you get All Right Bab uh, level one, I think for doing any one review in Birmingham, I think you get it like straight away. The first, the first review that you do. Uh, then the level two, I think is about three. When you get, when you do five reviews in Birmingham, you get level three. Um, and then we contact you and we send you out the little badge. And this is a badge. The, the only person that likes badges, I think, probably more than me in Birmingham is Tom from I Choose. <laughs> uh, so, so Tom, Tom helped me uh, design the uh, the All Right Bad badge. And uh, and uh, there's a little nod uh, if you look at it. I won't say what it is, but there's a there's a small nod to to a Birmingham landmark in there, which uh, which is it's all Tom. I can't claim the uh, any credit for that. That's uh, that's 100 Tom. Um, so yeah, so you, so the badges are fun, but they're also about discoverability as well. And it's another feature that we're trying to to build to help venues. So let's take, for example, um, the Bearwood Bites badge. You know, you've got to go to to um, these five venues. So when you go into the badge, it will say, "Hey, look, you know, you you've um, you reviewed Tamu. That's that's goes towards your your Bearwood Bites badge." 
how about going to these places as well? How about going to Cody's or Ala Mexicana? So the idea with the badges there as well is to, to help drive business into to venues. I'm looking at the moment to tweak the, the kind of the back end of the, of the badge system to, to build in a concept of time of day and day of week. Uh, and the idea there is to try and build some some sort of quiet as badges so you know we can make a badge to, to drive people into venues on the days they wouldn't normally go and, the, and when the venues really need the the, the the custom not there yet with that but it's a um it's a change that won't need any um app development it's it's all in the back end which is which is something i work on um so you know we, when i get my head around how to do it we should be able to launch that fairly easily uh, and the idea then is you know, I don't know, the early bird badge or, you know, or, or whatever. But the, the idea is to kind of talk to venues and, and, and find out, look, you know, when, when are the days that you need more trade? Uh, and then we can build a badge around that in an area and then try and actually make it, make it valuable that way. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday. Everyone needs it on a Tuesday, mate. Tuesday, please. <laughs> is your background in that, um, app development or? Uh, I've got, um, I've got a very convoluted and, um, weird background i'm pretty much a, a jack of all trades that sounds really dodgy <laughs> <laughs> so i, so I, I don't I, look like a crazy old guy. <laughs> no, 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 not a jack of those trades um i left school at 16 and uh went um went straight into into business in fact i was um i was working i was running the company while i was taking my gcse's i'd, I'd kind of go to work and then walk up the high street in coles where i used to live to do my uh to do my exams and come back uh and that was in uh in computers basically um, and then over time, got into mail order and then uh, took a break to, to qualify in law, called to the bar. I've never practiced. Then went and did a TV shopping company selling wine, which was a lot of fun. Uh, absolute waste of, <laughs> of, of time in terms of financial reward because people would watch us and say, oh, yeah, a Sauvignon Blanc. That sounds good. I'll go to Tesco's and get some. Uh, and it, it was back when, the, um, when all the supermarkets were all having a, a price war over wine. And we were just asking them to spend that, just that little bit more, you know, just a tight, like two, but we were asking to spend, like, like spend seven pounds rather than five. And people just didn't want to do it. They loved the show. Uh, so that was a complete and utter waste of time. Um, and then um, into, into jewelry tele shopping. Um, but yeah, I've always been on kind of um, ops, but also working with the devs. I've spent a lot of time working with devs. So I can do all the database work myself. So I've kind of got an understanding of how dev works. Mm. I can't do app development. I've tried a few times because if I could, then obviously I could kind of shortcut, like I could save some money and, and be shortcut some of the time scales in mm. getting things done. But it's just beyond me. I, I, I've tried a few times, spent a week trying to learn it and realized that I'd be better off spending that time doing something else. Um, but I, I do do um, most of the database work and that's kind of where things like the badge system and things live. So yeah, that, that I, can, I can kind of tinker with at times. Has review been tougher than you imagined when you started oh 100 i think it always is isn't yeah. it when you start a business you dream that it's you're gonna sell it off it's gonna take off it's gonna be wicked straight yeah, away absolutely it? i i naively thought that all i had to do was build the app tell people about it and they'd use it mm. what i didn't realize is that it's asking people to change the habit so that the habit is either or is most likely you go to a restaurant you take some photos of, of your food you put it on instagram and and i'm trying to to ask people to rather than do that or in addition to doing that put it into the app as well i've tried to make it easier so you can just share your review out to instagram um so yeah and, and what that does is it puts the it puts a wrapper around with your your, your the star rating that you gave the, the venue and that sort of stuff so it kind of trying to make that journey easier but yeah it, it's trying to change people's kind of habits What's um, in that? Is that a share, just a share button in the app yeah so so yeah when, when you this, it comes in two places so when you have left the review 
there's a there's a screen that comes up it tells you if you've if you've earned any badges and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and underneath there there should be a facebook and an instagram button so you can just share it straight out and then say it takes it it puts a wrapper around i think with your username the venue name and the um, and the star rating it, it just goes to show how hard it is to kind of change that perception mm-hmm. um it's, it's another reason why i was eventually talked into putting the um you know the likes and the following in because yeah that's got notifications as well so if you leave a review then when somebody likes it you get a notification if you follow somebody you know when they make a new review you get a notification so it's just trying to get people to to remember the app and keep on coming back i acted in there on, on on friday night and i took loads of photos of the of the venue as, a, as i got there my food came i was that hungry i, I was literally tucking in and i thought ah I need to take a photo, and it, it is just that change, yeah. you know, just change of habits. Basically, well, that happens to us. We're used to just taking photos of our food, and I still get halfway through a dish. And I, oh shit, I didn't take a photo. I do like the the reviews we get in the app sometimes, where there's literally a picture of an empty plate, and they say, "This was amazing, <laughs> <laughs> so good." I forgot to take a photo. There was an Instagram. Someone made an Instagram once, and it was just literally the empty plate. Brilliant. Like, every photo was an empty plate, just like obviously it had food on it, and, just, uh, and it was like this. This was incredible. <laughs> I would imagine this would be very difficult to do, but is there any legs in trying to get the review set up for street food venues? Because street food's massive now, and obviously the location changes for all the time. Yeah, so so actually, it, it, it's one of the things that we can do, and, and really nobody else can do, and, and it's because of the beacon. Uh, it's a piece of tech work that we've got again in our roadmap on this one. We haven't quite. There's a couple of things we just need to to work out about how to do it, and one of the problems with our roadmap is that I've kind of got venue things and i've got user things and recently i've been prioritizing the user things to get the likes and all that sort of stuff in there um but yeah now street food is exactly one of the things we can do with the app because if you've got the beacon to say for example there's a pizza um truck that comes to our village wednesdays and it goes to different places yeah it goes the same place every week but different places every day he could have a, a beacon in the truck and if you're going past you'd be able to see the reviews um so yeah no it's totally something we can do imagine if you're at a festival and all the all the vendors had got a beacon in there you could literally stand in the field and in the festival and go okay these are the people that are nearby and these are the ratings um so yeah no that's totally something that we can do not there yet but i do think they're the ones they sort of miss out on the mm. positive side of reviews absolutely because we we sit here and go there's a a lot of people giving fake reviews. Yeah. You said it was one out of three or something like that. That means there's two reviews out of three that are genuine and are good. And yeah. very likely, if your restaurant's good, you've got four or five stars or whatever the rating is, you're going to be the higher end. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That's definitely something. And I think, um, I think it's something we need to do fairly soon because, as, I, as you say, that's kind of a... It's huge it's now, huge, isn't it's it? It's a huge It's, it's huge one of the main area. things yeah. that just happens now and pop-ups. Yeah. You'll have a venue, say the Duke, for example, they yeah. have pop-ups kitchens there yeah yeah so i suppose if the per- person that does the pop-ups they could have a beacon that they take with them i suppose yeah, absolutely just like they take their their stripe or whatever it is for, for, for payments they just take the beacon as well it's there and and then people walking by can 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 see the you know, see the venue and see the reviews it's a good way of doing it it's something i never even thought about there's probably some street food chefs being like mate will you piss off <laughs> we've had it easy <laughs> we don't need the reviews but as i mean if you're good a lot of the time most reviews will be good like some of the people we know chefs that kick off online about reviews i mean you'll have to scroll for a while to find that one star bad review you'll yeah. be going past you'll have to go past 20 yeah. five star amazing reviews yeah. and then you get to that one 
that's yeah. not good. Interesting. It's one of the um, low star rating uh, reviews we had on the App Store for for the app was that the reviews were too positive. Um, <laughs> people were saying, and funny enough, one of them, one of them was one of my reviews because I'd put uh, I'd been to a coffee shop and I, and I went good coffee and I gave it five stars and this person on reviewing reviewing the app said look if it's good coffee why is it five stars so one of the things we've done to solve that is we've put a little word above the stars so uh, really simple thing but as you choose your star rating we change that word so if you chose three the word's average if you choose four it's good if it's five it's awesome so so it's kind of helping you understand that okay if I'm choosing five it really, it should be awesome. Yeah, yeah it should it should be yeah, you know, yeah, you know, out of this world sort of thing. Whereas four is good, um, and I think that's another thing about reviews is that we've kind of got into this world where we think that only five stars counts. Actually, four is really good as well. Yeah, um, and it's just trying to get that, yeah, you know, just get that kind of uh, get the the acceptance of, of 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 that, but also encouraging people to choose the right one. I'm I'm terrible for it because I just like people and I like to give them five stars. You know? mm. <laughs> but um, um, another thing we think about putting in as well is again, you don't have to put words. You could put no words at all. But obviously it's quite helpful to see something in there. Mm. So we're looking at a kind of a system where the combination of the rating that you chose and the type of venue just, just gives you a little prompt. So I don't know, say it was a, say it was a, a pub. And you gave it five stars, then the, the little question that comes up might be, or oh, you know, you know, what 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 beer did you really enjoy there? Or yeah, so the idea is just to give people something because quite often you sit there and you look at the words, you think, oh, I don't know what to write. Um, but it would kind of just give those little prompts and try and eke out information that's useful because it's interesting. You can in 140 characters, you can say a lot. Some of our users, when you look, I mean, one one of the um, users I really like to look at is um, Foodies of Brum. Those guys, they just put. In 140 characters, you you know about this place. Mm. Um, Jordan's the same as another one of our users. You you look at that and you go, okay, I understand this place. You've got the pictures, which really gives you the context, and you've got the um, you've got the words. Um, but yeah, I remember somebody saying to me, "Oh no, I can't, I can't write it with 140 characters." But you can, and it kind of cuts out the waffle, mm. you know, and you just get to get to the point. I think it's a good way of doing things. You yeah. see a long review, and you're like, "No, I ain't reading that." Yeah. One. <laughs> Who reads it? <laughs> That's another that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet like, you know if you know if it says read more and you have to click. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine I the people who click is because again, this is another argument though. How do we put well, not argument, but people have been no, you you need to make it so you can actually put more in and then, but don't show it on the page and they say have a read more. But I think it's one of the things I just won't change. I think it's it's got to be short um, because of course you don't have to. So the the name the name reviewee it comes from review and selfie because the original idea of kicking it around the table was that. People would be leaving kind of selfie video reviews of places. Actually, not many people do that. Occasionally, people do. Um, people actually generally use do photos, but you know you could do that. There's nothing stopping you having you know, making a a video review of the place. Um, so you don't have to just use the text. I think you should make it the rule that everyone has to do the mark um, selfie <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. He <laughs> just points at the sign. <laughs> I did try one myself once, but it didn't look anywhere near as cool as that, uh, as marks. <laughs> no one makes it cool as cool as Mark. That makes me think. Did, was he? Did he help you name it, or did you tell him that's what you named it after, and he decided to start doing that? Uh, no, no. He, I think he just. That's just. That's all. That's all him. That's all him. Is it possible that uh, if somebody has uh, notifications on all the time and location all the time, that you might say like, because sometimes people just forget to write a review when mm. they're in the venue. I do all the time. I forget. Yeah. So if you sit down and have dinner, and then maybe you get a prompt from yourself saying, oh, how was dinner tonight at 6.70 or wherever? 
Yeah, so this is it's an interesting one. This I can think of a way of doing that when venues have got beacons because it's it's an it's an event that we you know we 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 it's a trigger if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, I know other apps do do it, but it's it's something I'm a bit cautious about doing more generally because we'd have to be doing quite a lot of back and forth to the server. And I'm, I'm one of the things I'm trying to do with the app whenever we think of functionality is try and keep that kind of battery load um, low. Um, I looked at my phone uh, today and. Um, uh, today the app had used three percent a battery. I think Mail was ten percent. Safari is thirty three percent. So it's something that, that that we've managed to achieve. Where even if you've got location on all the time, it's not really draining your battery. Mm-hmm. Um, so any any kind of feature, I, can't, I, I try and think about. Oh, well, will it put much load on? And at the moment, I haven't quite worked out a way of just using GPS location to to get the app to know which venue you're in. But certainly, when we get more adoption of the the, the beacons, yeah, definitely we, we, we're looking to do that put a notification out to say, okay, oh yeah, we can see you at Arch 13. You know, yeah, why don't you leave a review? Definitely. Yeah, I think that'd be great. As I said, so many times where I've got home, I mean, I didn't open my app and I definitely didn't leave a review. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I do leave a review and then, as you said about at the beginning, the uh, review process where yeah. somebody does say, oh, actually it looks like a genuine review. We will allow it. Yeah, that's me. Though- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's happened a few yeah. times which so, is so the, the, the easiest thing to do there is to have the always allow one yeah. um and as i say even if you do it doesn't drain your battery people might think oh, i don't want the, the app to know my my location but when you go into the um into the settings you can delete it at any time so mm-hmm. um you know if you wanted to um have it on say say you're going out for, for the night you could turn always on always allow on then when you get home you can leave all your reviews and then there's a there's a just there's just like one button press that just deletes all the location data out of our out of our servers. So it leaves the one obviously it leaves your reviews as they are and, and, and reliable, but it takes out any kind of um like just the, the just the raw location data out of the out of the server. Um so we kind of tried to think about that, think, think about privacy and uh, you know, just giving people comfort basically to turn that on. Does it filter out not just the bad reviews that aren't real? Because obviously a lot of places do the reverse. There'll be a lot of reviews that are very good and no one at there. Yes, they've got. Yeah. They've done it, and yeah. they've got their family to do, it and they've got yeah. all their friends and everything. Because not hospitality, but we know people. We'll get a message, lads. Can you put out a Google review for my company? Blah blah blah. Yeah, and leave five stars. And... So 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 there's there's two there's two kind of facets to that. Isn't there? There's the good review from somebody that's never been there. Yeah, absolutely. That's the same as as bad reviews that have never been there. The, the app will be able to see them. They've not been there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the um, people that work there leaving reviews. So. Um, what we can do there there's um if you ever get bored uh, or, or, or have trouble sleeping you can read our patent it's about 200 pages of, of technical comfort <laughs> about about the about the algorithm behind it but one of the things that we look at is length of time you spent at the venue and length of time that people on average spend at the venue so if you've got the situation where somebody's working there and just keeps on leaving reviews then we can see that because you know we know they're there all the time and that's much longer than you know people there that are just yeah, dining or, or or drinking there. What do you do about that? Just send them away there now. <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> it, it, it. It just all feeds into the algorithm, and yeah. the algorithm or pushes it down. People push it down. Yeah. yeah. Is it easy to forget that people leave bad reviews or not been there? But it does happen the other way around yeah, as well. Absolutely. But the problem I had with the location, who I said going back to um forgetting and then getting reviewed was when I first started reviewing. I think I'd, I'd done like six reviews all at once. Yes. It was like yeah, because we eat, obviously a lot. So I was like, oh, I've been hit this six places like in the last two weeks. I'm just going to throw them all on. And then it was like, oh, yeah, unsurprisingly, they were like, there's yeah. no way you've there today. <laughs> like, well. Yeah, we get that a lot because people <laughs> download the app. And, and it's it's one of these things that 
you can see it's going to happen. And it's not an experience I want people to have because, you know, you've just got the app. You're that excited. You want to leave a review here and there mm. and you don't get the reliability. And it's, I had one person, I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, I had one person get so cross that they, I think by the third review, they uh, they left the review for a venue and it said consistent and always reliable, unlike this app, because, because <laughs> we were constantly not giving them the, not giving them reliability. I chatted and now he's like one of our, one of, one of the app's best friends. And I know, I know it's frustrating. You've got this new app and you've gone, oh, I really want to do it. And then it, the app's telling you off almost. Yeah. It's like, you don't like So we, what I've tried to do there is, um, A, I do review them and I try and do it. I've actually got now my phone pings me if it happens. So it used to be there was a report I used to run and, and look for them. So every day I'd check it three or four times. But I've now got it set. So if somebody leaves a review and it's not reliable, my phone pings. So I can stop what I'm doing and just, just have a look at it. But I've also tried to explain it in the welcome series as well. So when, when you sign up to the app, one of the first things that you get now is is, is the, the first um, email in the welcome series explains location and you know, why it might not you know, work that first time. And the fact that we review it if you, know, if, if you don't get reliability. Yeah, hold your horses. That's what it should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold your I was, horses. I was going to put a message that comes, easy tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, hold on, we know you're excited, but yeah, make sure you've been there recently. I'm thinking of changing that kind of screen as, as you as you leave your first review. Maybe just try and see how long it is since you've installed the app, and maybe put something up that yeah that that kind of literal, yeah. um, just to say look, you know. Because you don't want people to be disappointed that when they're first in. But yeah, the bottom line is if you've not used the app before, once you've installed it, you probably want to wait until you've been to, to a venue to, to review it. But then if you've got the right settings, you can just set and forget and just review, you know, when you get home or in a batch. I, I have quite a few people who do exactly what you were saying. Yeah, they, they go out all weekend and then Monday morning, yeah, 10 reviews come in um, all, the, you know, all one after the other over the weekend mm. um, because it's it's when, they, you know, when they've got time to do it. How's, I asked how the feedback was from venues and stuff. Mm -hmm. How's the feedback been from uh, users? Do you get much or are people buying into the whole community aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, we we, we went we went out looking for feedback um, last year. Um, mm -hmm. We kind of put a put a group together um, to try and to try and see what people thought to the app, and that's where this this stuff came from. There was there was the all the social um, stuff. There was also when we launched, it was square images only, so you had to take uh, put one image at a time and crop it. Mm. Uh, which was quite a disjointed way of doing things. Uh, again, that's just down from from me being having a vision of how I wanted the app to look. I, I wanted to kind of get more reviews on a page on your phone by having them square. Came back from the feedback, and in the end, it was Tom again from iTunes that that, that, that taught me into you know, no, you know, no, people are used to scrolling past photos. So now, basically, your first image sets the aspect ratio. So if if your first image is portrait, it's portrait, and it takes up most of our screen. Your first image is landscape, it's landscape. Um, so that was a change that went in. Another big one, and this one came from my wife. Although you can review a venue once you've got home uh, by having the always on on, you couldn't in the in the first version of the app you couldn't add a venue unless you were there. And this got me all sorts of stick at home because my wife would say to me, "Look, I'm I'm out with friends, and it's actually really easy to add a venue. You've only got to you've only got to type in the name of the venue, you know, choose the type from a drop down. Is it a bar? Is it a restaurant? It's all you got to do. But even so." It can feel a bit rude if you're there doing that when you're out at dinner with friends or out for drinks with friends. Um, so now you can do it that way. And, it, and if you just add a venue and don't do anything with the location, it puts it exactly where you are at the time. But you can go into that location. You can search, you know, you can search for somewhere else and you can put the app, uh, put the venue in that place on the app. So it means, again, that same thing. As long as you've got location on, it could be recording where you are. And then when you get home, you go, oh, the venue's not there. I can add it. And then the two things still tie up afterwards and yeah, you can still get good reliability. Um, I have had people. One of the other reasons why why I put that in was 
people didn't quite get that in the first release. And I've had quite a few venues that were actually set at people's homes. <laughs> and I was having to go and find out where they really were and move them. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, people would be knocking on your door asking for pizza. So did you have many people saying that they actually went out and discovered places? Yeah, no, absolutely. So this is one of the really... Yeah, so so our core kind of... Uh, I hate to use the word focus group, but our, our core kind of you know, team of people that looked at the app were, were foodies from, you know, from the Birmingham scene. And even they were saying, look, we found new places to go through the app. That was one of the pieces of feedback. You know, I got all this... If you like not negative feedback, but all this stuff like oh, my original ideas weren't, weren't right. Like you've got to put all this social stuff in. But we had this one piece of feedback as well. That, yeah, people that are already out, already either blogging or uh, on Instagram and, and, and you know, known for food advice, we're, we're finding new places to go through the app. It's so different scrolling for a feed of images of, of food and drink to trying to look on a map and say and click on one. And it's really you know, if you try going through Google and, and trying to look what places look like, it's just disjointed because mm. you've got to bring the map up. You got to look at it and then go. Okay, I'll, I'll click on that one. You click on that one, and then there's a picture there, and it, and it's it's not an easy kind of um, way to do it. Whereas with the app, if you start with the feed, you could scroll through the feed, um, or you could search. And when you search, you can either search for you know um, tags, tags and cuisine are the same in the app. So you know it could be Italian, Chinese, or it could be you know uh, an attribute of the place. It could be romantic or quiet or or you know fun or, or whatever. You know I could put in. Um, romantic pasta birmingham uh, i'd get a feed of um, reviews about places that, that hit, hit those criteria so you can just scroll through that and then you can find the ones that that, that you like basically so it's, it's a much more visual and easy way of finding where you want to go that's the beauty of leading with photos as well you mm. see the photo straight away oh that looks good i like yeah. a bit of that what's it saying oh the reviews are good as well let's go there yeah mm. absolutely a good idea and also the badges as well you know the whole idea of the badges is, is to drive that discoverability so mm. you know if you are um if you're out and and you've you've left the review, it will tell you that you've that you've got one review towards say your Kings of the Heath badge. You can go and look at that and go, oh, okay, let's go here, let's go there, and it just kind of drives that kind of discoverability. Um, that's why we're doing quite a lot of work on the badges to make them you know thematic and, and useful as well to to both the users and the venues. Is there any way you've discovered through the apps that you didn't know about before you started doing it all? Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Um, I went on, uh, and it's also because I, I like to try and make the app. Yeah, have as many reviews as possible. So, um, I went on a little crawl with, with my mates. Um, I, I don't get out often, uh, basically. So, so you know, got young young family, not much childcare. So it's either the occasional you know, trip out with my mates or me and my wife going out. And uh, and obviously those two are both very different sort of things, different experiences. We go to different places, and that's one of the things I love about Birmingham is that you got that kind of variety. I, I can look at a place on the app and I can see, well, is this where I go with my wife or is it where I go with my mates? But yeah, no, we did a little crawl. We did the Wolf. Uh, we did uh, Indian Brewery. We did uh, Barrel Store um, and Arch 13. And, oh, and all good places. All good. And, all five star. and, and, and it was basically, that was like a little crawl. I just went on the app and I just went, okay, I want to hit as many venues as I can in a small area. And I was finding places there. I think the Barrel Store had just opened at that point. So again, found that on the app. I, you know, I hadn't heard of it. Okay, let's go there. Funnily enough, I think that's that now would have got me the weird little bridge boy badge. We didn't have that badge back <laughs> back then when I did that crawl, so I'll have to go and do it again to uh, <laughs> to get the badge. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we moved on to food? Just um, general food in Birmingham. We made a decision early on not to use a database of venues, so we don't use the Google database. We don't use the OpenStreetMap database. Coming back at the back of COVID, I wanted the data to be fresh. Mm. I, I wanted to have venues in the in in the app that that people go to and 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 are still there and but obviously that what that does mean is that day one there was nothing in the app so 
um, me and uh, had an apprentice at the time on, on digital marketing. We, we, we just literally spent three days walking around Birmingham and just adding venues. People can add their own you know, and people do do that. Venues can add themselves and it's free for a venue to add themselves. Um, and if, if it's already been added, the venue can claim that that one so as well so so say for example you know your venue's on there already you hit the claim button that comes through and we, we, we validate the claim the venue then has control of that venue so um they can add a photo um they can change the details you know the, like the address and all that sort of stuff they can add tags and the photo is quite important because we've got about seven or so venue types and we've got an icon for each so we've got an icon for bar we've got an icon for pub so as you go through the app in places like the little drawer that comes at the bottom of the map yeah, if the venue hasn't added an image, we just show our icon. Yeah, we show the icon for a restaurant or for bar. But if they add an image, then in any kind of venue search results or in the drawer at the bottom, that image comes up. So, you know, venues, if they if they claim it, there's no cost to that part. Yeah, they can actually they can put that image up, they can kind of show show some more of the venue, stand out more from other venues basically. So it's um it's quite uh it's, it's quite worth them doing. Worth is, them doing. Is that through the app that they claim them, or on yeah, the website? Yeah, absolutely. So on, on the on the on the app on the venue details page, they hit claim this venue, and then it just comes through to a list. And basically, I just have to verify if they if they, if they own that venue by generally by giving them a call or uh, or emailing the or emailing the venue. Yeah, because we do get quite a few hospitality peeps listening to this. So download the app and claim your business because yeah, definitely worth people it. are using this app now. And uh, if they're looking at it and you haven't got a picture up. <laughs> you're doing yourself a disservice you might as well get it make it look professional make people want to go there so i was going to say so what is the dream where does this take you now is it nationwide global oh yeah i mean the 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 dream is to to not see TripAdvisor little stickers in any window yeah anywhere in the world anymore and see a review sticker that's the uh i can hear people cheering (laughs) that's the dream (laughs) that's what it is yeah just obliterate them and Create something better. Replace them, basically. Yeah, replace, replace them, them with something, something that is more, you know, it, it's more visual, it's more fun, and it, and it's got reliability baked in. I think it's a great concept, mate. I think genuinely, I, I enjoy using it. I wish I'd use it more. I do forget, as I said, the prompts would would help. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll try and prompt you. But, um, <laughs> so you say you're from Birmingham yes yeah what do you think of the food scene in general in Birmingham obviously it's good enough that you it made you want to design this app yeah I mean as I say I don't don't unfortunately I don't get out much um yeah but um but when when you when I do it's great that you've got, you've got such a such a variety mm. um I said the, the last couple of times I've been to Birmingham came with my my mates the one time and we did a good crawl around around the jewelry quarter and we had a we had a fat naan at Indian uh, Indian brewery, which was just amazing. I've spent a lot of my life in India. Um, I used to be I had a, had six months where I was week on week off in India. I'd come home for a week, go back for a week. Wow! And um, I've eaten a lot of a lot of food there. And, and I was with one of my, one of my friends. I was with a similar sort of story. He used to spend a lot of time out in India as well. And we just loved it. I mean, the the, the fat naan was just. We'd had quite a few pints as well by then, so it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was filling and it just sets up for for a bit more um i think for, i think we had some cheese and wine next to arch 13 afterwards so that, that was that was like living the dream <laughs> have you been to a uh, bundabust or the shame no no yeah. not yet not yet both of them very good real good uh dishim's got that kind of irani cafe kind of vibe it's like it's more of a street foody kind of feel and then but bundabust is vegetarian and they have beer as well they do their own uh, brewery so that's pretty brilliant cool. now i must try that when, when, when i used to be in india all the time I, I was almost always vegetarian yeah we just yeah you know, they just do it so well yeah yeah it's certainly where i used to be in jaipur the menu was the same size you know it's like one side meat 
once I vegetarian, it, and it was just as much choice, basically. So yeah, no, that's I love that sort of thing. And then with my wife, it will be a different kind of evening. So yeah, we we went to a row uh, the one time for 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 um, a special occasion. Really enjoyed that. Really good food. And it's the, the fact you've got that variety. You've got that kind of complete. You can have just you know different nights in different ways. Unfortunately, I don't get I don't get to go many places other than really like in the city centre because um, I live in I live in the outskirts and you know yeah. the train just comes brings me into the city centre. Um, it's hard to get to you know the Sturchleys and uh, or Kings Heath and you look at the reviews on the app and oh, I really want to go there. So, so <laughs> I got to try and maybe maybe talk my wife into driving one night and uh, and, and uh, can have a drink. Yeah, that must be torture in fairness because everyone's reviewing everywhere in Sturchley and you're like, oh, yeah. I'd love to go there. Look at that. Well, that's got to be <laughs> the Vietnam. highest sort of concentration of new places and yeah stuff at the moment. That's definitely the in venue, isn't it? Talk about somewhere that's just be. blew up like yeah. over the last three, four years. It's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Oh, you had a couple of events in October. Yeah, so um, October we've got we've got the weird little bridge boy. I'm not allowed to call it a pub crawl. I can't remember why, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've been told not to call it a pub crawl. Um, but but uh, it'll it, get him in trouble with his wife. If I wife think, won't let him do a pub I, crawl. I think it's because we want um, we want um, the charity to endorse it, the the, the Ronald McDonald House charity. Yeah, okay. And I think the I think the view is that they probably want us wouldn't want us to call it a pub crawl. But mm. let's call it. Um, not a pub crawl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got that coming up, and, and and basically, I think we've got we've got space for I think fifteen people on that. Uh, there's no there's no ticket price. It's it's completely free. I'm not sure how you apply for. It. I think we I think you might you might have to tweet Mark possibly. And the idea is that um that that, that we'll just go around the venues that that count or, or some of the venues that count towards that. And it's probably going to be very similar to the my little crawl I did with my mate. So probably be um the Wolf Barrel Store Indian Brewery Arch Thirteen. We'll probably do a walk by Turtle Bay just because um, it's on Mark's list. Uh, he's never been there. <laughs> he's actually he's actually never <laughs> never been there. Just like he's never been to the the Borrow Store. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, we'll probably do a walk by there just to just. I, I actually wanted us to go there just for fun, but I, that's that's been vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got that one coming up. Um, we've got the um, the Weekender, which um, so W K H N D R. The weekender, which is uh, Kings Heath, it's something that we've done with um, Kings Heath bid, uh, and it will be a it will be a four day badge. So basically, um, if you uh, if you go to any venue that's in the area covered by the bid uh, in those four days, the first hundred people get a, get a weekender twenty twenty three badge. I think the first ten get a gold. It's not real gold, obviously. But... <laughs> solid gold. Get a solid gold medal. <laughs> An imitation gold. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got those coming up. Previously, we've done we did a badge with the um, with the Birmingham Food Festival. Uh, that wasn't a physical one; that was just a, a digital one. Mm. There was festival goer and festival champion. If you had if you had goer for one and champion for five reviews. So yeah, it was just trying to find those events basically, or or, or um, you know, champion champion things and, and build some community, build some fun around them. Yeah, love it. It all builds everything around the independence, well, not just the independence, but the food of Birmingham, which. Seems to be focused more on independence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, love that. Mm. You got your question? Yeah. Just, just so we... oh, sorry, Matt. Oh, sorry. Right over here. <laughs> <laughs> These are some quick questions. People yeah. engage a little bit about yourself okay. and just what you think about the world. You don't have to give it too much thought. People seem to give them loads of thought. You don't yeah. need to. They're never quick. Don't right. they're no, never they're quick. not quick. I'm going to change quick, quick questions. Yeah. They're not. They're just a light, nice way to finish the podcast. Yeah. What's your favourite TV show? Oh. So many, but um, and it, it, it might might make you laugh. Magnum, 
Nice. Yeah, Magnum. <laughs> and I think it's because both me and my wife have some kind of crush on uh, on um... Tom Selleck. No, no, not Tom. <laughs> I, I don't mean the, I don't mean the original. I mean I mean I mean the remake. Oh right, I mean the remake. The remake. So so we're both quite fond of Higgins. So is the new one better than the old one? I can't believe that. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Right, cool. Uh, what's your favourite movie? Favourite movie? Oh, do you know, I think I've stopped watching movies and I think it's possibly because you just don't have the time yeah. you know, with, with kids. Um, but but my, my, my son and I have just have, have just gone through all the Star Wars. Um, he's six, so maybe some of them we shouldn't have watched, but um, <laughs> we've just been sort of, sort of start to, from start to finish with the Star Wars and we've just done um, Jurassic World or Jurassic Park and Jurassic World again. So I think movies change when, you, when you've got Kids of that age, it's kind of yeah. less about what I want to watch and, and more, more about what they want to what frozen wants. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just watched. I don't watch many films anymore. I just watched Man, um, Man Called Otto. Tom Hanks. Oh. You seen that? It was in yeah, last year. Is it good? Oh my, bring tissues. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> oh, in a sad way. <laughs> <laughs> it's real sad. It's so sad. I've never heard of that one. It's really good though. One of the best films I've watched in a long time. Oh, cool. Who do you have a favourite band or artist? I uh, see. Again, I'm 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 not I'm not much fun with these sort of things. So I, I just I just <laughs> I just listen to Lo-Fi and Spotify. I just and if I listen to anything, um, so I generally don't have music on. But if I do, it's yeah. I just I find some Lo-Fi and I and I put it on. You just chill out. And again, I think this is it's another way the world's changed, isn't it? It's like I I, I couldn't tell you who I'm listening to because I just choose a playlist on spotify whereas i remember when yeah when i was young you used to buy you used to buy an actual record and you know what it was you know, oh, yeah you know, invested in it you yeah. had to like it you just spent yeah, your yeah, whole week's pocket money on it yeah. so you had just to, listening to that for you had to listen to that bad boy back to yeah. back and learn every word and learn all the inlay and everything what takeaway do you get it's your favorite one? Oh, um we're a little bit limited by us so we, we've basically we've got an indian takeaway and a chinese takeaway we've got pizza as well i i, I love pizza absolutely love pizza i think it would be it would be pizza pizza that's uh, a good one yeah i think yeah, if, 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 we, if, go wrong, if, if we had a thai thai takeaway near us then then that would feature pretty highly but we've got one but by the time i get it well, i say we've got one there is one i can drive to but by the time i get it home it's cold and that's it's no fun <laughs> yeah it's no good <laughs> do you have a favorite place you like going in birmingham yeah i mean basically it just depends on who you're with mm. and if i'm with my wife it's whatever my wife's favorite place is because that <laughs> that makes her happy one time we planned to go to go and we got a babysitter just about to buy the train tickets like 20 minutes before we went and the trains were on strike yeah. so um oh, we had to get a bus took us about an hour on the bus in my mind i was going to take her to manhattan and just and have some cocktails mm. and she said to me you you made me go on the bus I'd like uh, I'd like to go somewhere else. I, I, I want a glass of champagne, so I have to go to Madeline's and get some champagne. So, nice. so, we've, so that's we've, a great place. That's we, we, I like it there. It's um, I don't like the fact that the beer's like small and quite expensive. For what it is, I don't think I've had a beer there. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, the beer the beer's like a, it's like a three quarter pint or something. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's it's nice, uh, nice atmosphere. But yeah, it's nice, nice. For my wife, with my mates, it would be basically yeah somewhere where you can. Try different beers and stuff. So the yeah, wolf, the wolf place. Yeah. That's one of my favourite. I absolutely love that place. I think it's fantastic. The welly back in the day. That was yeah, that was it. That's before craft beer, wasn't it? You were all yeah. drinking Carlin in one pub, or you were going the welly to try some what? different ales. That I, don't, was I, don't know if you, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it's, the, the, when I was when I was like like young, so my my two mates that I hang about with, I've, I've been to school with them. So well, I'm almost fifty. I'm fifty next year. So we're talking. 
35 years ago, yeah, when we were 15, we used to be the Costamongers. We, oh, we, yeah. we, we, we used to have to carry my mate out the Costamongers literally every Saturday night. Wow. <laughs> and it's not there. We, we walked, we walked, we walked, um, we, we were, we were up in Birmingham a, a few weeks back and we were just walking around uh, trying to look at memories and, uh, yeah. What's there now? I can't even think what's in that space. I don't think anything took over, did it? I don't think anything wanted to take over that space. <laughs> It was so dark, wasn't it? Like down the steps by the Oasis Market. God, I loved that place. No. Do you have a favourite food destination in the world other than Birmingham? Yeah, it's got to be Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. What do you get when you get there? Uh, I, I'm not, it's really funny. I, I'm, I'm okay with spicy food, but some Thai food just makes me come out, you know, it's just too hot. Um, and it's not necessarily spice. I don't know what it is, but um, so I, I really enjoy um, like a beef massa man uh, or a papaya salad. Love fish cakes if they, you know, if they if they're, if they're mm-hmm. done right. I've been to Thailand for work a few times, but we had a honeymoon in Thailand. We've been we went back a couple of times after that. Um, so yeah, no, it would be it would be Thailand. Mrs. has been there. She says it's all about the salads when you're there. Mm. She says just eat salads, just like every meal. This is the nothing like a salad in this country. No, no. <laughs> they're a whole different thing out there. Yeah. It's just the vibrancy of it, isn't it? Everything they do is balanced, vibrant. Mm. It's amazing. And the beer is good as well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Um, As I said, it's an an app I believe in. I wish you all the success. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.